the Lord. He's more than enough, right? Amen and amen and amen. Well, turn to John 10, 10. I just want to look at some things tonight. Get it on your device or on your iPhone or whatever. Bible. I see all of them out there. I was making sure mine was turned off. I was teaching the other day and I forgot to turn it off. and went off right in the middle of my teaching. So. All right. <clears throat> it says the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have life and that you may have it more abundantly. And uh, the <clears throat> New International Version of that, uh, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. Now, he wants us to have a full life. Yes. You know, uh, how many of you already know that God has, he, he has, he has a, a supply. Yes. And, uh, you know, I know uh, when I was a kid, four, five, six, seven years old, uh, you go to, go to grandma's farm, grandpa and grandma's farm, my mom's dad, my mom's mom and dad. And uh, now grandma always, when she cooked, I don't know how many of you from farm, but uh, farm, farm people cook big meals. She cook, she cook a big meal, and especially it's on Sunday. And and if anything on the table started running low, and somebody didn't take very much because they saw that the bowl was getting, she said, "Go ahead, take it off. There's more where that it came from, because she had more in the kitchen." How many know what I'm talking about? You know that, but. You know, that's the way it is with God. There's plenty more wherever, where your blessings come from. Uh, you can never exhaust God's supply. Now, you can might exhaust an earthly supply, but you can never exhaust God's supply. You can't bankrupt God. <laughs> you can never reach the end of God's provision. See, now, what we have to do is get a revelation of this. Uh, we have to ha get a, 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 an abundance mentality. You know, we have to get a, a, a picture in our mind of God's abundance. You know, uh, third John two, third John two yes. makes a statement. I'll let y'all turn there. Probably most of you know it anyway. <laughs> Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Now, you know, the soulish part of man is the mind. So how we have to get a mindset of abundance from God by 
reading the word of God and understanding what all he has provided for us. You see, to develop the mindset of plenty, you have to know what's there. You know, like if, uh, like if I, I call down to the, to the garage here and we, we have, you know, I mean, all of you know, we have all kinds of lawnmowers and riding lawnmowers and push lawnmowers and, and, uh, uh, electric, uh, people that have vehicles and air conditioning and plumbing people that have vehicles and we've got vans and buses and so forth and so on. And, uh, so, and we, you probably saw the gas pump down there because, uh, you know, it's uh, cheaper to do it, have our own gas pump than it is to go somewhere else. But I can call down there and I ask Kurt, I say, now, Kurt, hey, the, I see the gas prices going down, uh, you know, oh, we got, we, got, we got plenty right now. We got plenty right now because he keeps a measure on that tank. He has, he knows what we have. You have to realize what you have before you can use it. You know, we live in a constant changing world. I mean, shifting back and forth, downsizing. And I mean, (laughs) you never know the last few months now for a while it was pretty steady but the last few months you when you go into the service station to buy fuel you never know how much it's going to cost because i drive coming to work i can drive by that get go right down there and i think it's 129th and 71st down there i, I know they have other names for them but i all i know is the number streets and that's what they used to be before they put all the how many of you lived here when you remember it's just the number streets and then they put the other names on them. And uh, it might say, say I, in fact, the other day I come by there and it, and it said 174 and that was at uh, like around nine o'clock because I teach at 930. I went back by there at 1230 and it said uh, $1.80. How many of you notice that you can go by and, and maybe a few hours later go back by and it's jumped 10 cents or more? I mean, we, everything is changing, but we have to be careful not to let that, that mindset get into us with God because nothing changes with God. If he's ever had enough to supply your need, he'll always have enough to supply your needs. See... <laughs> It's real easy for the worldly mindset to slip over into into us. It's very easy. I mean, uh, we unless we stay in the Word. This is what keeps the mind, our mindset right. You see, now you begin to look in the Word of God to find a picture of God's abundance. Okay. Abraham is a picture of God's abundance. Go to Genesis 13. Genesis 13. 
See, I want, I'm, I'm just going, I'm just start talking to you tonight. Get you thinking so that you, you, you realize that God has enough all the time. Now look at this. Then Ab- Abram went up from Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had and a lot with him to the south. Abram was very rich in livestock and silver and gold. And he went on his journey from south as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Ai. To the place of the altar which he had made there at first. And then Abram called on the name of the Lord. Lot also who went with Abram had flocks and herds and tents. Now the land was not able to support them that they might dwell together for their possessions were so great that they had, could not dwell together. And there was strife between the herdsmen of Ab- Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Prezites then dwelt in the land. So Abram said to Lot, please let there be no strife between you and me and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen for we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, then I'll go to the right, to the left. Now I want you to notice Abraham's attitude here. Abraham's attitude was that there was enough for both of them. He gave Lot first choice. He said, if you go right, I'll go left. If you go left, then I'll go right. Now, here is what Abraham said. He, he realized that no matter where he went, God was going to bless him. See, we've got to realize that no matter where we go, as long as we're following God, God will bless us. And Abraham was following God. He was doing what God had told him to do. Right? Now, if you're not in God's will and you move off and jump over here, you can't expect God to bless you because you're out of the will of God. But if you're in God's will, it doesn't matter where you're at. If you're where God has called you to be, he's going to bless you. Now, I didn't say that the enemy might not do everything he can because he said he has come to steal, kill, and destroy, and he will do everything he can but we've got to realize that if we have the attitude of faith that God will bless me wherever I am as long as I'm doing his will. Whatever. You see, that attitude carries with it, there's, God has plenty. God has abundance. God will bless. You know, when I left Garland as associate pastor, everybody, just about everybody, all my, all my peers at that time, aging, you know, whatever age I was at 72. <laughs> what was I? Uh, oh, I do 33, something like that. Yeah, thank you. I was just trying to figure it out. Uh, you know, all my buddies in the ministry, oh man, you, you're missing it. You're not even going, you, you ought to go get a church. You ought to go pastor a church. You ought to go do this, do that, do the other. I said, this is what God told me to do. And uh, I expected 
God to bless me wherever I went because I knew he had abundance as long as I was in his will. Some of those same guys that told me that I shouldn't do this, when God began to deal with them to step out and go somewhere, they didn't believe God had enough abundance to take care of them and they missed God and went down. See, always remember, no matter what, God has abundance. Turn to your neighbor and say, God always has more. Now, look, at, look, look over here in Matthew 15, 21. Matthew 15, 21. All I'm trying to do, you, do here tonight is to show you God has abundance. Matthew 15, 21. Then Jesus went out from there and departed from the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Cana came from the region and cried out to him saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, my daughter is severely demon possessed. But he answered her not a word and his disciples came and urged him saying, send her away. She cries after us. But he answered and said, I will not send except to the lost house, lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshiped him and, and saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. He called her a dog now. And she said, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Jesus answered and said to her, oh, my woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desired. And her daughter was healed from that hour. I want you to notice that this woman said, there is enough abundance in the crumbs to take care of my need. Huh? Hello. Yeah, you know, he told her, he said, it's not good. I'm not supposed to give you this bread. She said, well, yeah, okay, if that's the way you, if that's the way you see it, but the dogs eat the crumbs and there's enough abundance in the crumbs to take care of my daughter. See, are you getting the revelation I'm trying to get across to you tonight? The abundance of God. You got to think abundant supply. You got to think that his abundant supply will lift you past your natural circumstances. Just because circumstances say it, just because situations say it does not say that it has to be. In the natural, it may be that way, but not with God and his abundant supply. Anybody getting anything? Now let's go over here where Jesus is a feeding, feeding 5,000 people. Matthew 14. I should have said that to start with, but some of you already knew where it was anyway. But Matthew 14. Okay? Ready? When Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed the sick. When evening was come, his disciples came to him saying, This is a, this is a deserted place. And the hour is already late. Send the multitude away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. All right. 
but they're looking around and saying, We're, we don't have nothing, all right? But you see, and, and uh, you give them something, and they said to him, we have only five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them to me. Then he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed it and broke it and gave it the, the loaves to the disciples, and, and the disciples gave it to the multitude so that all ate and were filled, and they took up 12 baskets full of fragments that remained. Now, those who had eaten were about 5,000 besides women and children. I want you to notice that his abundance can take what you have and make it into a whole lot more. What they had was what? Five loaves and two fishes. Now that wasn't a huge giant loaf of bread. It was what they were talking about was a little, probably a little deal about like this, you know, but it's a little, little bread. Now probably, that's probably enough for that little boy's lunch. His mama probably said, okay, you're going out there and take some, you might need this out there. Now I want you to notice because he has an abundant supply he took what little that he had. He had fed 5,000 men besides the ladies and the, and the children. And they took up 12 baskets left over. Now, I don't know what they did with the 12 baskets. They might have given them back to the little boy and he took them all home and said, Mama, look what I got. said, God's abundance has brought us a bunch of food. <laughs> you see, It was just enough to take care of the need. God's abundance is always enough to take care of the need. You have to have faith. You have to believe it. Now you're looking at me, it's hard funny. You see, what I'm trying to get across to you is that there is no way possible that you can ever exhaust God's supply. His warehouse never gets empty. You know, we talk, there's other times when Abraham needed an animal for sacrifice, there it was. When the Israelites in the wilderness they have food and water because he has abundant supply. When Elijah stayed at the brook during the famine, remember? He was supplied food. Jesus' ministry, abundant supply. His abundant supply, he turned, you know. He, now you see, his abundant supply and faith in operation here because he, he filled him water possible of water and he said, and he gave him a cup and he said, go take it to the person and let him taste it. Bringing healing and deliverance to people. Finding money to pay his taxes. See, Jesus found money to pay his taxes. Paul said, God will supply according to his riches in glory. Now there you ought to get excited about that because when you're talking about according to his riches in glory, what are you talking about? 
Abundance, abundant supply. He's going to supply according to what he has. And his supply is forever. How many of you can remember a specific time right now that God supplied? Guess what? There's more where that come from. There's more where that come from. See, thank God for the memories. But know that you can depend on that supply. Now, the devil is going to try to tell you, well, hey, hey, he did it one time, but he he can't do it again. And that's when you got to tell him, hey, he has an abundant supply because he said he wanted me to have a life full life and a full life is not when you're living on battery to get a long street. You know, right next to Grumble Alley. Move on up to Gold Street and know that God has an abundant supply for you at all times. Say it with me. God has an inexhaustible, abundant, rich, over and above supply for me. If I will believe what he has said in his word. Take the limitations off. See, it's time to take your eyes off of the limitations. You know, sometimes with horses, you have to put blinders on them so they can't see anything to the side. All they can see is what's in front of them. That's what you need to do. Put on the blinders of the word of God. So that all you can, you can't see the circumstances. You can't see the junk out here. All you can see is God's abundant supply and go for it. Get your focus on God's abundant, inexhaustible, rich, over and above supply. Won't you stand up and begin to lift your hands and praise God right now and determined to have a mentality of God's abundant supply. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Begin to receive the abundant supply. Whatever it is you need, grab a hold of it. Say, hey, it's mine. The word says it's mine. The devil can't take my supply. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Did anybody get anything out of that tonight? 
Hallelujah. I probably could have went a little longer, but I realized you were ready. You know, I learned that. I've been preaching a long time, and I learned whenever you know the congregation is ready, let them express themselves. And I sensed that y'all had gotten a hold of that. How many of you got a hold of the abundant supply? How many of the devil been beating you down, and this helped you to refocus on the abundant supply? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. God is so good. He has got a rich over the top. Glory to God. See that, that abundant supply come in over there where he said, if you give, he'll bring it back, press down, shaking together and running over. See, that, that's the abundant supply right there. That's just not filled up. That's pressed down, shaking together. You know, you ever, you ever feel, you know, you can fill up a, 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 a sugar bowl and if you sit there and, and it looks like it's full, but you shake it just a little bit and, and you can still get uh, quite a bit more in there because you shake it down. That's what he wants to do. He wants to bring us and shake that thing down and just give us an over and abundance supply. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, praise God. Well, I got through a little early tonight, but that's all right, isn't it? Y'all don't mind getting out early, do you? And you got a good message on top of that. I learned a long time ago, you don't have to preach all night to get to say it, to have a good message come across and somebody get a hold of something. In fact, sometimes I think you get a hold of it better when you preach shorter. <laughs> Because your attention span is there. Hey, our, our altar care workers are coming down right now. If you ha- don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, well, uh, you can know him and get, a, get in on this abundant supply. If you need to rededicate your life or you need to know so experience with him. If you, need, if you need prayer for anything, you'd like to receive the Holy Spirit, you want somebody to pray with you for any reason whatsoever, as we're dismissed, come to the front here. Right now, they'll pray with you. Remember all the announcements. Hey, if you're going to come to that uh, uh, chili deal, you better get one of those. Go back there in the North Lobby and get one of those deals so we'll know how much. Because uh, I was... She's making chili. She's already made two or three 18-quart roasters full, and now she told me she had to make, with the count that they had after Sunday, she had, she's got to make 12 more of them, I think. We don't know what it's going to be. Oh, remember, Sunday night, and I haven't, I, 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 I scheduled with it, this with him a long while back in November, and I hadn't heard from him, but I was so Tony Caminetti will be here Sunday night to preach. Now, Tony was in the old, traveling on the road with us as singers of band. And then uh, he, he and Patsy, Patsy, he married Patsy Beerman that was here. And they then, and they, she worked here and they worked here. Then they, they have been out in, in Italy and then they went over to uh, other places. They're in Australia over Rama uh, Church in Australia and over the, the schools there. And so he's going to be here Sunday night. 
to minister to us, okay? So, hey, come out. Because, and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, one thing that Tony, he's got, he got down there. Uh, actually, we have a denomination in Australia. Australia is different than, than every country is different. But there, if, you, if, you're not, if you're not a registered denomination with the, with the Australian government, you can't do anything. Well, he went out to lunch. Now, you could have a school, but you can't do the other stuff that you need to do with churches and all that. So he went out to lunch with a guy one day, and the guy was talking to him, and he said, you know, we have a, we have a denomination with the government and I'm fixing to turn it back. And it wasn't even, he wasn't even charismatic. He wasn't even filled with the Holy Spirit. And so he went home and told Patsy. And he said, I'm going to call and ask him about it. Because uh, you have to apply to the government. And they may give out one or two every five or six years. I mean, you know. So he went, he called a guy and asked him. He said, well, hey, instead of turning that back, would you give it to us? And the guy said, well, yeah, y'all are doing a good work for the Lord. Yeah, I will. And they did all the, they went through all the proper documentations and so forth. So uh, we, you know, and it's just the way God's blessed us like that. Down in Mexico, we're registered with the government of Mexico. It's just surprising. Well, it's not surprising either. But, uh, you know, when you get into these countries and you begin to see all these things, uh, it's, it's, it, it, it doesn't operate like here. There, there's Vidar from Raymond Kenya, and you, you have to work. You have to, uh, but God, I mean, God just opens doors that you wouldn't believe in all of these places. It's just unreal what God's done. Be here, okay? Praise God. Hey, connection team, find our first-time guests and take them to get uh, that special gift. Hey, turn around and shake hands with somebody and say, I'll see you Sunday.